When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm all for it. And here's the serious prize right now. Yeah. Does anyone here know uh, the first year of the Golden Globes? Just as a little... Oh, you said... 1958. You said there wouldn't be math. I think it was 78. <laughs> Did you like... Me? Like last... No, like there, it was the 78th annual. I'm oh. going to... And so, math, I don't want to do it. Sometime in the 40s. Yeah. Was it 58, like I said? Well, I don't know. 58 was the first year it was televised. Oh, good job. So you did. I I put on my TV antenna. It does. Mm -hmm. The Golden Globes go back to boozing it up way before that. It used to be held inside nightclubs like Ciro's and the Coconut Grove. Oh, man. I mean, if I could have, the Brown Derby, the Coconut Grove, if we could have gone to those places back in the day. And and, uh, Moe and Chandon has been the official champagne for the last 30 years. And they came up with the little red carpet Zipper bottles yes, that we did. saw at the Kentucky Derby. And like a little side note, Jay-Z and Beyonce were very declassé last year when they brought their own oh, champagne in. Right. When for years, Moet Chandon has been sponsoring it. I thought that was so... Yes, I remember so, that. And then they're serving but it Reese to Angelina Jolie. But Reese Witherspoon had a big smile on her face. She wanted to and try that. And then a week that. later, she got the tracksuit from yeah. Beyonce. That one bothered me, you know, because sponsors play a ton of money. Well, apparently, this on a normal year, they serve 7,500 glasses of champagne at the Golden Globes. Oh, wow. And Sandra Bullock in 2009 um, said the best thing about... The long, long, long show are, is the free drinks. Right. And so, but the very first time the show was ever televised in 58, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and Sammy Davis Jr. with glasses of whiskey and smokes in their hands jumped on the stage to sloppily present the honors to, to themselves for, oh. a sh- for whatever they were nominated for. Oh, I absolutely for. love this. So they're wasted. They hop up on stage. This and is they a party kinda, show. They did. And it, that led to the um, tradition of always having a celebrity host for the ceremony. Love it. Was there okay. doing that. Oh. Well, that's it's just a fun. It always has been a really fun night. Walter Matthau is the first celebrity who admitted uh, that he was drunk at the Golden Globes uh-huh. in 1973. When he won for the Bad News Bears? Who no. knows? <laughs> Too early for that, probably. He said on camera, if everyone's acting weird, peculiar, it's because we haven't eaten yet and all there is on the table is booze. Uh, Matt Damon and Ben, ben Affleck um, mm-hmm. in 1998 when they won for Best Screenplay for Good Goodwill Will Hunting. Hunting. They 
made drunken fools of themselves flirting mm-hmm. with Elizabeth Hurley backstage. Loved it. Love it. Um, but she That's was flirting right back at oh, yeah. them. And what else? Oh, Jack Nicholson in 2003 won for About Schmidt. Oh. And he got up on stage and said, well, I took a Valium and now I've had all this champagne. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And it was kind of an incoherent speech. Mm -hmm. Quentin Tarantino, when he won in 2013, he spit out on camera. He'd just taken a big swig of champagne and spit it out, you know, straight out like a faucet. Um, Not expecting, not realizing. And then Emma Thompson, that was a very sloshed year. She got up and took off her shoes. Then she threw them over her shoulder because she was having trouble with the envelope, and then Jacqueline Bissett prattled, and no one knew what she was talking about. And um, and then after Kate Blanchett uh, won, she admitted, you know, to um, the group backstage that uh, she was a couple sheets to the wind because mm-hmm. it was late in the night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sofia Vergara apparently um, has acknowledged that the 2014 she wouldn't let anyone take pictures of her. Uh, at the party or at the after party because she was so wasted, but she danced all night. Good for her. She didn't want, you know yeah. how sometimes you think you're dancing good, oh, but yeah. maybe you're not. And you're right. looking more like Elaine from Seinfeld. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's the, the Golden Globes. Well, you know, and I saw this yesterday on Page Six Style, um, Melissa Rivers talked about the death of the red carpet. Mm-hmm. And she says it's been on life support. And she said basically when she said... It's been on life support for quite a while, sadly, she said, because um, she said, you know, she's blaming it on Silas, assistants, and everybody, because no longer, most people are being paid to wear this, you know. Yeah. And they would say, you know, what are you wearing? And people would get mad that they'd be asked that, you know. And she's like, well, these people are being paid to wear that. Why not tell us? But she basically said everybody's being paid by designers, um, you know, own it, be it, but also that people are not making any of their fashion choices anymore. So everyone's so safe. Yeah. I mean, it used to be more interesting. I disagree with Melissa completely. That was what she's saying. I think what, I've, to me, it's been, you know, like maybe the personality, like Ryan Seacrest needed to go. Caramel Brown was a breath of fresh air delightful. on the red carpet, the virtual red carpet. And he was very organized. They I had they these were fun all, yesterday. They were all set up. I mean, NBC's was so lame. I, if I were in charge of whatever at the Golden Globes, anything at NBC, I'd fire the person who put together that whole pre-show because that was so boring. It was just mm-hmm. so bad. It was so boring, and it was. And they could. They had. They were cooperating. I mean, these ladies were doing interviews with E, and they had time to have thoughtful questions because yes. you weren't looking over your shoulder. At the next person coming, coming along, Lori, you didn't have. Can the you imagine us in this, in this situation having time to talk to someone? I mean, you really did get some inside things from E. Yeah, and she had the uh-huh. and they had a good thing on the fashion. It was well produced. E is still doing that, and I, I feel bad that uh, Melissa, you know, can't be part of it because yeah, I, I think she's a good. She's she was always great good at, at that. Yeah, and I like, but the, I don't think it's over no, anything. That and, was what that was her comment yesterday. But I think the thing when you talk about how NBC just didn't bring their A game, it ABC. Was, I hope they're watching E because I mean E is owned by NBC. It's so weird. It's like they gave that all. The, maybe they want that to have all the. 
Well, they have the hour. I I just don't understand. And really, they showed us the outside, the boring outside of the Beverly Hilton Hotel. And it was such a boring background. And E set up. They were beautiful. They had them. It looked like they were in front of some random Golden Girls apartment. It did. It was really. And then Jane Lynch with a, you know, who doesn't love fashion. She doesn't dress. And Susan Kalecki Watson seemed nervous. Welcome to the Golden Gobes. You know, it sounded like some of you and I. It sounds like one of our ads. It just was. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, because do you you guys think that we're going to eventually, you know, because there was such a backlash about asking about fashion on the red carpet. Do you think that eventually we'll move back to yeah, because people are interested in it. yeah and people are paying them to wear these clothes like, buy your own clothes then yeah like the ladies that wore louis vuitton yesterday it was nicole kidman who was sitting on the couch with keith urban and her two, two girls daughters. which we've never really seen them yep. regina king was in louis vuitton yep. and kate hudson so i want to know because i want to pick who got the best louis vuitton look that regina, would be regina. King. Mm-hmm. big time big, big time. time um Let's see, Kaylee Cuoco, Amanda Seyfried, and Jane Levy were all in Oscar de la Renta. Who wins? Amanda Seyfried for me. Yeah, agreed. I thought that it was interesting coral. color. I mm-hmm. thought it was really interesting. So pretty. How about Anya Taylor-Joy, who won for Gambit in that custom Dior? Beautiful, that green. I wanted her to stand up in the worst That's way. That's the problem with sitting. In these Zoom award shows. We I hope see. the stylists have learned. I mean, I hope everybody, the camera people... I mean, Regina King, she was like in a sunroom and her dog was sleeping in the back. I love that she thought of that. Jason Bateman was at Jennifer Aniston's house with his daughters. Yeah. In her library room. Well, she probably got more space. space. Yeah. Architecturally. That's where he was. It was her house. Yeah. Renee Zellweger, she didn't have her hair in a ponytail, so her eyes were barely open. Listen, I think she's gorgeous. <laughs> That's always been my theory. Her ponytail kind of helps open up her eyes. I think eyes. she's gorgeous. Was she still wearing Carolina Herrera? Because yes. that's her stand No, she was Armani oh, Purvey. Right. But it's she's always classy. But she yes. does always used to wear Carolina. But her hair was different because she went for Judy. And her hair was different. Of course, she's not going to show up in a ponytail. But she didn't have any lipstick on her necklace. She's she really very, loves that. she's a pale palette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she kind of had a hair over one eye. Yeah, it was, she she looked like a sexy gimlet. It's I, almost, she had a bob. Kind almost. of. Yeah. Kind of. And it was kind of darker in the front. I thought she looked good. How about Jodie Foster seemed absolutely shocked that she won for the Mauritanian, which nobody knows how to watch that. It's not out yet. Okay. I don't think it's out yet. Like Father, the Father is another one that I don't think is out yet. She was the only one in pajamas, though. And she seemed truly shocked to win for that. And I am in love with her because I saw her on with... was it Jimmy Kimmel recently? Yes. And she was so delightful. She came out in her Armani suit and her tennis. Yeah. And, and her sitting with her wife. And they were so comfortable with their dog. And yeah, then yeah. she gives a shout out to Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah. She's such a Green Bay Packer fan. I thought that funny. That joke is funny. I just think she seems so happy. Yeah. The intimacy of going into the people's homes was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. Like Carrie Mulligan in that beautiful hotel room. Oh. She was so charming and adorable. She, she is adorable. And she did seem happy to be away from her kids yes. and kind of have this 24 hours to glam. And- any traveling, any businesswoman or man, I yeah. feel like when you got to go away on a business trip and not be home with the kids and decide what to watch on TV, have room service, it's, right. it was like a treat right. i mean loved it okay ladies i think we have to watch this i care i care a lot 
I heard had two ladies at the gym tell me really? about it yesterday, and Rosamund Pike it's where was she, the surprise winner for fakes, best scams taking care of people. Isn't that what it's about? Kind of Alzheimer patients? Doesn't she fake scam it or something? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but I care a lot. All right, she, put it on the to do list. She, well, that that's going to bring that you know show up, and right. I don't know. She seemed genuinely shocked. I think it was an upset. I think that was one of the big surprises of the Yeah, night. and my other friend saw Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman, and she just said it's two hours of depression. Oh, I'm not going to watch that. Uh, yeah. Right. So, I sometimes... And then my mom said about the United States versus Billy Holiday, it's a straight-up porno movie if you watch it with a kid, a sibling, a, a parent, somebody... And that, that you'd they, be uncomfortable very, to watch sex scenes There's around. a lot of uh, graphic sex scenes, so know your movie-going partner in a way that won't make you feel uncomfortable. Because I would, yeah, there are those moments. I watched The Wide Sargasso Sea with my <gasps> father-in-law, and I was that. wanted oh. to fall. Marie I wanted me. the ground to open up and swallow me. <laughs> and he just kept looking over at me and telling me, this is really an interesting movie. And I'm like, they're straight on growing Don't you remember you naked. told me about that for years? Oh, that was mortifying to oh. watch that. I just wanted to run away. I hated every minute of that movie. Okay. Oh. Even though I liked that movie. Oh, right. right. We'll be right back with the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Miss Holly. What do you got for the Dirt Alert? We're going in the time machine back to 2011. All right. It was We're, a good year for Charlie Sheen is talking. Oh. Yeah, we haven't heard from Charlie Sheen in a hot second, but he's doing a new interview with Yahoo Entertainment. Looking back on his firing from Two and a Half Men, that happened 10 years ago. Oh, I can't believe it. No, he was making a million dollars an episode. Mm. Remember? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's reflecting on that time. This is the time of Tiger Blood, of winning, of all of that stuff. Now, Charlie Sheen's contract with Two and a Half Men was terminated in 2011 after uh, he verbally attacked Chuck Lorre. right? Yep, and he entered rehab, and he said of that time... That people have said to me, hey, man, that was so cool. It was so fun to watch, and it was cool to support you and all that energy. But he said, you know, uh, he said, I'm so glad that I traded early retirement for a bleeping hashtag. Oh, because he went on tour. Does he say why that happened? Was there a... He said... An emotional breakdown? Was he drinking? Was it the secret of being HIV positive? I mean, I think that it was pretty much all of the above. You know, he said... There was 55 different ways for me to handle that situation. I chose number 56 of how he handled his relationship with CBS at the time. And he said it was that giant left turn in that moment that led to a very unfortunate, fortunate sequence of public and insane events. So he doesn't ever say another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and... What do I even say other than, hey? 
<sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why? No. no. He doesn't want us to know what was going on, but that's just all the stuff. But all that was bumbling up because we he knew was, about it. He, he, he came out with that. Yep. And, uh, and the yeah. hookers okay. and the blow and, and everything. And right. I yep. guess he doesn't want to know, but I sure wish I would... Wish he was telling you us. You know, more. I mean, he's very vague in as much as he just yeah. said it's drugs or the residual effects of drugs okay. and that it was an ocean of stress and a volcano of disdain. So he's not going into his relationship with Chuck Laurie too deeply yeah, on that. Well, that's probably okay. So I, is he sober? Is he, that well, he I think he is. He's life? currently developing a new show mm-hmm. and he says he hopes it makes people forget about the time and life quote um, that he was in the past. He says he wants people to celebrate him again for actually doing what he does for a living which is acting yeah yeah uh, charlie sheen celebrated one year of sobriety in 2018 okay. so right. and he yeah. said that he was proud of being consistent and reliable and noble uh and last year he celebrated one year of not smoking mm-hmm. so wow. yeah gosh for, he really his fall was yeah huge that was something that was else. huge we yep. talked about it every day yep yeah, one and of it was them. on the morning shows, and he called in, and yep. it was just he like just you couldn't... perpetuated this, and he seemed like everything was in control because we didn't kind of find out some of the other things that might have been driving behind right. it. They kept it; it was kind of a tight thing, so it was like, oh, he just really wants to implode, mm-hmm. right? That, or had no control yeah. of it, you know? Yeah, I don't know anyone really wants to implode, but I think. <laughs> situations around you yes yeah yeah true uh angelina jolie has sold who has sold her painting by sir winston churchill it fetched 11.5 million dollars at auction her gift from brad pitt yes Mm -hmm. and he paid like two million unbelievable yeah you think it was because it was Angelina Jolie's or Brad Pitt bought it for her? He just bought it for her and then the value. And what it meant to her didn't mean anything. Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Zero. Right. You're dead he, to he, me. He, he picked that out for her. Like, who knows what the romantic reason. Right. Mm-hmm. So the painting is called The Tower of the Kutubia Mosque. It was painted after the Casablanca Conference of 1943. Winston Churchill and Franklin D. Roosevelt planned how to defeat the Nazis at that conference. And then Churchill gave FDR the painting as a memento. So it has quite the history, history around yeah. it. I feel like that price is just probably par for the art market. Yeah, but, but wow. wow. Yeah. And Holly, you missed... Um, the epic Brad Pitt dream that Lori oh. had oh. while on vacation that we'll have to, you know, bring you up to speed on later. But it it was classic. Are there gray sweatpants involved? No. No. A no. trolley car in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. go back and find that right. podcast. Mm-hmm. Alisa Rinna says that she and her family are not getting a reality show on E! despite the rumors. I wish they would. No kidding, because... The- I love Lisa Loves Harry. I watched that. That was two seasons on E! What show did... The, or the, it was TV the- Land. It was on TV Land. Did they used to host something on Soap Opera Network? Did they do a talk show together? Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin... Do you remember? I don't know. Sorry, I'm just like going off into the wilderness here. But but they were, it was on TV land and I'm pretty sure it was TV land. It was called Lisa Loves Harry. 
or Harry Loves Lisa, whatever one It was Harry Loves Lisa. Yeah, and I loved that show. I I get a kick out of those two. Well, maybe there's still something in the works because this reality show would be Lisa Rinna, Harry Hamlin, and their daughters because obviously they're trying to launch Amelia and Delilah into the stratosphere. mm -hmm. Then I'm not so interested, but all right, okay, maybe fine. Harry Loves Lisa, it was in 2010, Lori. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the rumor is, is because keeping up with the Kardashians wrapping up and they're packing up and moving to Hulu. What is he going to do? Well, how about the real housewife like uh, in paradise thing that they're that they're going to do the spinoff where they're going to have two housewives from like Beverly Hills, two housewives from New York, Atlanta, and they're going to send them on a vacation somewhere. Oh, well, that's perfect because you guys love the vacation parts of the Housewives. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like Bachelor in Paradise. It's Housewives but in Paradise. Housewife style. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, some Army Hammer news exclusively over at page six that a rope-bound mannequin torso was left behind at Army Hammer's movers in Los Angeles outside of his house in the recycling bin. Oh, and mm-hmm. he did move out in the middle of the night. Yes, He quietly vacated his Los Angeles home that he used to share with Elizabeth Chambers. And outside in the recycling bin, there is a mannequin torso with rope wrapped around it. Why would they leave that? Or do you think somebody left that because they knew he moved out and they planted it for fun? But it's Hancock Park, which is a swanky park. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Of L.A. Yeah, yeah. And it's a more, I I don't know necessarily if conservative, but it's it's over on the other side of town. It's not Beverly Hills. Like the mayor of Los Angeles lives in that area. Mm -hmm. And it's very um, quiet. So, you know, there's a sexy mannequin. Yeah, it wouldn't seem like a lot. Yeah, it just it wouldn't just be around. It's not even close to Hollywood. You're right, Holly, because it is on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. And a little, uh, let's talk about more Los Angeles real estate news. Ellen DeGeneres, if you have an extra $53.5 million lying around, you What'd can you buy sell? her house in Beverly Hills. That she How bought many from houses it. does she have? A lot. Jeez, she's got money. She's got money, mm-hmm. right? She purchased the house back in 2019, which back in 2019, yeah. like a year and a half ago for $45 million. She's flipping it for 53. So... Mm. You know, is this what Portia does? Is she real involved with the? Um, she must be maybe, doing the real estate and re. Oh, yeah. that just sounds like a nightmare. I'd, you'd have to hire. Well, you're rich. Maybe she hires someone to do it for him. Oh yeah, you yeah. have people who you hire people. the people, okay, so you don't even you worry about it. That's <laughs> right. You would know I this. That. I you love would that. know this. Oh. All right. Well, we're gonna get the traffic, and we come back. We've got um, sex. Well, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. I yes. decided to, you know, um, I haven't uh, done any kind of um, what Google trend data for you as oh. far as uh, sex and what are what are what are we googling? What about? are we googling? Because don't we Google everything or ask Alexa? Basically, just everything. So, anyway, Google trend data has okay. uh, revealed what the biggest love related questions and search term terms of twenty twenty one. Have been so far in the first two months. All right, what Today's are they? March first. Okay. Yeah, I thought this was kind of interesting because um, now we've navigated a, a love life or a lack of or whatever it is for one year. Yep. So this is this is a question that has had um, almost a ten thousand percent increase in searches from a year ago. Okay. How to break up with somebody? <laughs> oh. <laughs> When they live in your home. 
It's just how to break up with somebody. Um, Were there any good tips in there? Well, it all depends, you know, married, Mm -hmm. however you're together. But um, people are looking for, you know, then they might be, you know, Googling down. But, uh, you know, generally the advice will always be do it in person. Avoid using cliches and say in a neutral spot guaranteed to. You know, what happened 50% of the time and the other, no, yeah, not happening. But uh, people are wanting to postpone it until for sure lockdown is over. Sure. But there's some logic. But anyway, uh, people are, are looking. At how they're going to get out of this. Okay. (laughs) That's a big, that's a big jump. Uh, Now, this is not a a 10,000% increase, but a 9,700% increase in the term texting my ex. Oh, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because exes are crawling out of the woodwork. Because it, during the lockdown, maybe you met somebody earlier in the lockdown you're hot and heavy. You got dumped. Now they're crawling back to you because they've seen <laughs> what's out there in Tinder or Grinderland or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm just saying it. It's a real thing because it's pandemic dating happened. Yes, yes. People, it, I at least maybe know where you have been. Yeah, <laughs> and you've got you've done you know like you've did your tests or whatever with each other, and you thought oh this is going to be it, and people. Maybe let some of their standards slip, or they weren't really. You know what I mean? Because because you didn't have any normalcy. At that's all. right. So Nothing was, was normal. Just, there was a lot of stuff. Right. So now people are like, um, it, you know, it's just yeah. So a lot of people are wondering, should I text my ex? And so okay. that's that's out there. Was, is there an answer? Well, again, you shouldn't text an ex out of boredom. I will all tell right. you that. That's for sure. Because that can only lead to hurt feelings. Because that the person. That's texting you that maybe you liked more. Yeah. If they're texting you out of boredom, that's really going to hurt your feelings. Yeah. So, and then how to get over my ex is, is right one. up there. Yeah. Which that. Whew. Okay. Now here, this is only a two hundred and five percent uplift because I think people have gotten good at it. Dating in lockdown. Yeah. People who were single a year ago, they've gotten good. So these are just the people who've been recently dumped. <laughs> Go back to number one. Go there. They're <laughs> starting to with that. Trend number one. How do I get back right. to how does right. dating lockdown okay. work? Then okay. uh, now this is almost it's at nine thousand six hundred percent. So it's right up there with the um how you know, up. texting my ex oh, yeah. and how to get okay. over somebody living with a new partner. Because the pandemic does and has pressed fast forward on a lot of relationships. Sure. So, um, you know, cohabitating during a global crisis will either make you come together even harder or there will be, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not going to work out. But um, anyway, and then um, a 9,700% increase in when am I going to stop arguing in lockdown? Oh, yeah. Yep. So, okay. So if this is happening to you, you're in a big, you've got good company. Lots and lots of company. If you've done any of this, you're in good company. All right. That's right. All right. So, okay, then um, the other thing that I'm just from a sociological um, (laughs) perspective, I wanted to go searching for this story and I found it. And Mm -hmm. that is because it is the year 2020. 
One. One. Yes. Thank you. So we're heading <laughs> just in, a reminder, I mean, you know, <laughs> into our roaring twenties, and yes, just we like are. the nineteen eighteen flu epidemic that happened, the roaring twenties followed, and um, sociologists are rep- planning for debauchery and just Can't a wait. lot of everything yep. happening once. The world gets vaccinated yep. and all of that, but it feels like the end is in sight. So a cheating is explosion is predicted for spring as more people, spe- it is. especially over okay. the age of 50, get vaccinated. Oh, really? Yes. All right. That's right. What's the first thing you're going to do? Go to a bar, go to a concert, cheat on your your loved one? I don't know. And then text how to break up with someone when you're dating someone else. That's right. This Mm -hmm. is a survey, though, from IllicitEncounters.com, which is a site for people who are... And they've had a... Probably they've been in a lull. That's right, Because there hasn't been access to meet up people or go other places. Yeah, that's right. If you're in a relationship, where are you going? 86% of the regular losers or users at Illicit Mm -hmm. Encounters say uh, they're comfortable now about... uh, Taking up their cheating lifestyle. Because suddenly uh, you can go on a business trip again or something. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. People can show you COVID results. Yeah. There's testing and, yep. you know, vaccination anyway. But uh, and, papers yeah. have a whole different meaning right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. And under 30s are just like, um, they're they're so ready to. Can you uh, imagine? Yeah. They're, can, they're, mm-hmm. It's just going to, I'm so excited for them to be done with this and mm-hmm. just. Yeah, people want to meet for everybody. For everybody, so that's what's happening. Yep, uh, the cheaters are getting ready to have an explosion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, what else? Um, yeah, patience is running thin. There's a real interest in new affairs. Got it, Lillian Holly. I want you guys to know Lillian that Holly. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Because a lot of affairs have happened on FaceTime, and people have done Zoom, and people. Really, would you have an affair on Zoom? How boring. Thank you. I mean, if you're going to have an affair, have it in person. What a, <laughs> Julia, a virtual what? cheating session. Well, that sounds boring. Maybe, maybe you're a very visual person and you're yeah, good but, with your own hands. Oh, please. And you've Where's, got each other yeah, in sight. Yeah, that just sounds dreadful. And maybe your Frenchman I mean, is on in. lockdown or your, or your well, English Well, all right, woman. so it's someone you've already met, but if yeah. it's someone you're just... It's striking up a little conversation with, and you're cheating virtually. How boring. So bo, you bo, bo. say. So you say. Okay. Now, if you are out there. Because you love the Zoom so much, I can imagine. Imagine having like yeah. a little I couldn't even sexual get the, encounter on Zoom. Yeah, I couldn't even get the Hapuna Beach. I go, here I am, and I you can see my oh, hair. Was it like, ha- like half your head? Yeah, Lori. And then so good around. at technology. Yeah. It's a class we're taking this uh, year. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, now listen to this. This is an actual person. Okay. And this is just so typical. It could only come out of England, only out okay. of London, because it is so snobby. And this lady is an elegance coach. I love this. She's okay. an elegance coach, and she calls her school the school of affluent, mm-hmm. where you learn how to be, to be an affluent lady uh-huh. and be elegant and find a man, presumably, based on her website, of all the ways that you have to do to trick a tough, okay. fancy sure. British man. Is the, do they call them the toffs? 
I don't know. I think so. All right, I'm into this. Okay, so her name is Anna Bay. Okay. She's the School of Affluence founder, and she is she calls herself an elegance coach. And she says that women should never say these things if you are trying to attract an elegant man. She's from Sweden, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Tell us more. But she's then. living in the UK now. She's okay. living in London. Okay, this, this is, is like the 10 rules. So come on, give us the good mm-hmm. stuff. Give us some. She Elegant women do not. Now, this is a for real story. Okay, do not. Say. Elegant women do not call their partner my little baby or my little boy. <laughs> okay, yeah. thanks for the hot but, tip. Like, yeah. Yeah. Here, I want you to meet my little boy. <laughs> Here. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Please come meet my little baby. She's yeah. charging for this advice. Yeah, yeah, this one. I feel like I could have done that one for free. Well, she did it. Give on, me something she better. She did it. I'm it's, just saying, these are the five things that okay, you should say. Okay. Okay. Don't use guy slang like call somebody dude. <laughs> okay. And this is five hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> okay. This is such good stuff. Okay, well, you mm-hmm. know. Also, number three, be decisive and don't always say, I don't know. Oh, have an opinion. <laughs> wow. Are you taking notes, Julia? I am. Your side because I'm I'm literally gonna mm. play this back to Lori. Yeah. Uh, and also, don't call somebody man. Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> that that goes with dude. Dude, that goes right there with the dude. And um, last but not least, an elegant lady does not call her partner daddy. <laughs> <laughs> this but what if he so wants awful. you to call him daddy? Right. Right? Yeah. Or little boy. Don't what was the first one? Baby. Baby. Little boy. Or baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, the and b- stupid baby voices. Maybe <sighs> some men like it, but be real slow on the rollout. On that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was this was helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, we don't have to sign up for the affluent school. That's right. You saved us money. Saved people time you and money. You. This is this is huge. This, this is, is so bad. Sex Monday Consumer Reports. Right. That's right. This, I'm giving that school an F. I know. It'd be a waste of money and people would sue and want their money back. But but You've she saved does time. have a point with a couple of her things. Like what? Daddy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there's a big website. Just call him daddy. Mm-hmm. Shoot, we didn't get to the, the story about the hacker who locked the interconnected chastity uh, cage and demanded a ransom. I'll save that for next week. <laughs> <I can't wait. laughs> we'll be right back. 
I can't wait to go back. Such a good Vegas this song, is such anyway. a good Vegas song. Okay, so tonight the Bachelor comes back, and it's uh, after it's, the rose. After the, the rose, yeah, it's well, after. It's, is it after the final rose, well, or which one? The girls, the girls tell all. The girls tell all. I think it is. So this has probably already been filmed. Yeah, so it's probably Chris Harrison. Yes. And then, um, and then after, after the final, final rose, rose, they've got um, Emmanuel Ocho um, Achu is going to host. He's an NFL player, and he's an he analyst. He did that uncomfortable conversations with the black man. Oh, I love him. And he did the book. I love yes, him. he's that he's guy. He's wonderful. And, yeah, we, that's great. Yeah, I, I think we tried to get, get him on our yeah, show for his book, but he's like too hot national. But yeah. he's going to host after the final rose because that is a live thing that happens yes. it'll be chris harrison still tonight with yep. the women tell all and you know they have a lot to talk about because there was a lot there Going was bullying yeah slut shaming yep racist there they have a lot of uh and in, in-depth stuff i don't um yeah i i don't know i'm I, i'll watch it you know yeah well well, we've we'll been watch watching. It. We'll watch it. We have been watching. And I just, th- this though story about, um, this could be the plot of a movie because hey, Jason Sudeikis, who was so rad last night winning for Ted Lasso, yep. he was in a hoodie and he seemed so rattled. And it is because over the weekend, Olivia Wilde, his, his, fiance, his, his fiance, fiance and mother of his children, is back having to form a quarantine bubble. And England is very strict. You got to go are, in, yep. do a lockdown for two weeks. And she's done filming the movie with Harry Styles. And so she and the kids are back. And because they're not going to be able to break a quarantine, she's quarantined with Jason and the kids so they can all be right, together. Right. And Harry, of course, is at a different place and they'll see each other in two weeks. <laughs> so he's I just mean, not having it. No, well, but can you imagine? On, I mean, this is where he has hope, he looked, though. He has two weeks of possible hope. He's got her under his, with him. Yeah. She can see how charming he is, get to know his porn stash. He's an award-winning Gold, Golden, Golden Globe thing. I mean, I, none of that's going to make me forget oh, Harry's stuff. I know. <laughs> the hypnotic mustache ride is just going to cure yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So, because they've been know. separated, so you just never know. And he was hopeful about that with all of his PR things that he was hoping to get back together. He, he was, was letting her know yep. that her little fling in the outer pasture with Harry Styles can just be a one time thing, an on set showman. Right. He'd take her back. I'm sure he would. He's got, a, he's got a just a little advantage because she's, she's in quarantine with yeah, him. and their kids and it's there's nothing i think it's fun we, i love watching their kids are four the kids and with your six. significant other yeah their kids are four and six so are they young enough to even know what's going on with mommy and yes. daddy maybe not no well, yes they yeah. are yeah they you are because so? they've been over in england with him to know that mom's not there yeah oh how do you know they weren't with her because i feel like okay. he, they were there okay they might have gone back and forth with nannies, but you can't travel. I mean, yeah. And Mima, lover by lover boy Harry, 
Can it's you imagine that that's the one that's in between? That's a tough. He's got a Jason. You've got a tough road to climb. <laughs> yeah, you really. That's why he oh. looked so uh, rent last night. Just discombobbled. He was totally discombobbled. He didn't know what's going on. How about Chadwick Boseman's widow and her okay. emotional? Oh, yeah. That was so moving. Oh my gosh! And he really was. Well, he was in two. Yeah, he was in Ma Rainey's yep. Black Bottom, and mm-hmm. he couldn't. He was everything in the movie. He was everything, even in that though movie. it's Ma Rainey and played by Viola right. Davis. It was about the him. movie is that his character. So, that was very. Moving. But I was kind of still cheering for Riz Ahmed in The Sound of Metal because that movie I is want so to watch excellent. that. Where what is that on? Uh, I think that might be on Amazon, and that's where he loses his hearing, right? Yeah, I he's the drummer. It's really a good movie. The Sound of Metal. I might have it's, to watch that. Yeah, All right, it's, mm-hmm. it's really good. And did we figure out what Colin Farrell was doing that his eyebrows were so fakakta at the um, Globes? I have no idea, but he looked. I I I wrote it down. Colin Farrell's eyebrows. What happened? He suddenly looks like an old man. Is well, it still from his makeup for the Batman? Well, the Robert Pattinson movie? Because he looks completely different in that movie. Maybe his hair is buzzed, and he, maybe they missed his eyebrows just for did a not look. look. That's like what it what, is, It Holly. was so shocking to see this terribly handsome man look terribly... But Sean I mean, Penn. Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Looked like he grabbed one of my dad's toupees from the 70s. Oh, and then <laughs> spun it around a little bit. Just a little. Just a little, you know... Just a little equal. Yeah, it was something. Oh my! And I, we love him, but I, it was yeah. just some. But anyway, and then how about Joaquin Phoenix? I totally forgot he won last year. He did, and he I came out in his dad's sweater and his hoodie. Pennies. I like him. Yeah, we had such a sweet encounter with him once. I really like him. Yes, yeah, and he's a new dad. You know. That's right. They had a baby like this fall. That's very correct. So I thought that was fun. Um, And then, Holly, thanks for putting up all the fashion. And also to read Jane Fonda's, her speech, best speech at first, Cecil B. DeMille. It was just so thoughtful and poignant. It's setting a new standard. People are like, damn you, Jane. And (laughs) that she could remember. Well, I'm sure she had cue cards. But but she wrote that speech or so had someone. Yep, she was great. Fire Drill Fridays happen every week, you guys. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody, have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.